Hey guys, this is Paul. Really wanted to say I'm excited about Ohio Corn and Wheatgrass Growers now partnering up with Calibrated Power. This means if you go ahead and sign up for their three-year membership, you'll get a 10% discount on any of the Calibrated Power or Duramax tuner tuning products. Of course, you can always call me to ask more details about this. I'm available at 815-568-7920, extension 2122. The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for joining us. This is Danny Voss with the Diesel Performance Podcast, and I have some special guests here today. I'll go into that. But I just want to say thanks for listening. Uh, We've had a couple great episodes. We've uh, dove into the P0087 episode with Phil Graninetti and Paul Wilson. Some great technical uh, insight there. If you guys ever get that low rail pressure code, make sure you check that episode out. There's a wealth of information there. And, of course, uh, everybody knows that we had Gail Banks on our podcast and had had a lot of downloads, Nick. Uh, The L5P is definitely making a a name for itself, and it's barely even out. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'd like to introduce uh, our guest today. Today we've got, obviously, Nick Pregnance with us. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining us. We're here with, again, Jason Worley. How are we doing? Absolutely. Doing great. Okay. WC Fab's in the house. Yes, sir. Man. <laughs> and, uh, Jason, maybe you can uh, introduce these two guests we have here. So we've got uh, Austin Carlisle. We've got Austin Carlisle from Diesel Tech Magazine. Hey, and guys. And then uh, over here to my right, we've got Matt Rosenberg with uh, Rosenberg Automotive. Um, these guys made a trip here from Idaho uh, today to talk about a project we've been working on for uh, a good chunk, about four or five months now. So pretty excited to go into detail and talk about what we got on I've this been, project. I've been um, advised to hold back on this whole entire ordeal until today. So I've been waiting to talk about this truck for a long time as well. So, yeah, obviously, Idaho right down the road. He drove here. Oh, yeah, right down the road. <laughs> just a hop, skip, and a jump. Well, they, they drove out here with the truck, but they were able to fly to come back and get it. Now he's got a long cruise home. Long they, cruise. It's, it's not going to be long with two turbos, I can no. <laughs> A little bit shorter than before. Yes, it is. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's jump into it, right? I mean, last time you guys were here, we did a podcast, uh, you and Paul and Danny, I believe, and you guys talked about some goals you had for your 2016 LML. Remind our listeners, what were those goals? Well, the number the number we were starting at, I mean, like you said, was about that 640 where you had the clean sweep truck to. Um, I really, in my mind, wanted to get up over that 700 mark, and we did it. Yeah. So you, you brought a 2016. We did a Missions Equipped Twin Kit. I say we like I did anything on that kit. Yeah. Uh, credit, <laughs> credit to Ryan Worley on that one, right? Uh, you guys, you guys pack. You guys stuffed ten pounds of shit in a five-pound hood, right? About sixty pounds of shit, but yeah, we got it all in there. <laughs> what are the What are the details? I mean, how does how is this kit different than your than your traditional uh, you know S four seventy five overstock kit? Uh, well, plain and simply, it's got every single bit of the factory emissions components intact, and uh, with two turbochargers. And anybody would look under the hood of an LML and wonder how you would ever add another turbocharger without removing some components yeah but we made it happen so you um, got a turbo you, you don't have an s475 what turbocharger so with? just because of room constraints we we went down a frame size to an s300 frame turbocharger uh with some special modifications to it but it's not your typical s475 mainly just because of size so because we had less room to work with we had to go a little bit smaller and you know myself and my brother ryan uh head of the fabrication department 
lot of a uh, lot of ideas bouncing off of each other and going back and forth and it was a couple trips back to the drawing board during the process um, it was a very frustrating project to say the least but uh, we, we did have fun with it um, and it turned out spectacular and you know we're really happy with it and it's it's very appealing it, it really looks I mean, you could you could powder coat the thing flat black, and it would look like it was there from the factory. I was gonna say if you added some plastic and I kind of cheapened yeah. it up a little bit. If I put like... a piece of plastic over that turbocharger, <laughs> so it covered up a little bit, you you wouldn't even know what's going on there. So it, it really, you, you, it, it I couldn't ask for much better. We're we're 110 percent satisfied with how the kit turned out, and from there it was all up to Nick to do his magic. Yeah, I mean, when that thing showed up on my doorstep, I was I was pretty amazed that you were able to get all that stuff in there. And by all that stuff, I mean you got the stock battery, in the in the stock location, just about. Yeah, so that was one big thing. Is obviously with a diesel truck these days, you don't want to have to remove a battery. And you know, all of our kits, we try and keep the battery in factory location. And uh, this particular kit, the second battery on the passenger side, is still in the original location. And all that stuff's still intact, and that's a huge feat in itself because the battery takes up a lot of room, and so does yeah. the second turbocharger. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you say all that stuff, right? But our <coughs> listeners might not really understand what 10 pounds of shit looks like. So, Well, he you basically gotta... just rang your doorbell and ran after he <laughs> dropped the truck. <laughs> Here you go, Nick. Have fun. I made it. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, I mean, we got the stock airbox in there. We got, the, we got a coolant. You custom fab coolant tank. Yeah, so that was one item that we weren't able to keep factory. Uh, so we, we did need to come up with some room somehow. And the factory coolant tank is fairly large and bulky. So we did rebuild and uh, fabricated a, a coolant tank, a touch smaller than stock, maybe only about a, a quart um, as far as capacity goes. But it allowed us enough room to get that turbocharger squeezed in there. And uh, we did, as Nick mentioned, use the factory air intake box, which I'm sure all you out there are thinking, that's crazy. How can you make anything near 700 horsepower with a factory intake? Well, we just proved that wrong. Only one way to fight crazy, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there was a lot of uh, things we weren't sure about going into it. But, you know, once Nick got his hands on it, it was just waiting to find out how well it was going to work. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it's an awesome project. Um, I mean... It, to have the to have that whole setup package in there with all the factory emissions equipment uh, is really is really cool to see. Uh, stock Wybridge, stock EGR assembly, the the downpipe bolts up to where the factory downpipe bolts up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, people and don't realize how much these engines move around and exactly how much how busy it is under there. I mean, for the factory to, to design parts and put them in OEM production, and make all that stuff fit is one thing. But I mean, we're talking about. We're, we're not OEMs, right? Mm -hmm. We do not have engineering departments. <laughs> we, <laughs> I wish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So let's talk about that. When he basically dropped it off and rang the doorbell. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, what happened? What did you start with? I I had to start, well, I started with a, with a, with a, a ring and ditch, right? What do they call that? Anyway. Um, but I had a truck on my doorstep that had aftermarket injectors in it, an aftermarket pump, and a, and a twin turbo kit. Um, with a DPF on it, right? So I have a I have a smoke making machine essentially with a smoke catcher on the back of it, and I'm I'm very concerned about particulate output. I'm very concerned about making sure that I don't hurt this thing as I'm going through the tuning process. So starting out small, um, I, I had some good help in that with um, with an injector calibration from SNS. So I, those guys went through and they they fully calibrated the injector set, and by doing that, they allowed me to know exactly how much fuel I was injecting into the truck. And once I know that. I can use the mass airflow rate, and I can understand how much airflow I need in order to control smoke, right? So I, I start out with a mapped injector set. 
I build a I build a torque model. I get the truck driving how I want, and I and I'm paying attention to how much smoke is coming out. I'm paying attention to how the turbochargers are working, I'm watching EGTs, watching my vane position, um, trying to get a good handle on on how happy the turbocharging system is. Does you, that help answer yeah. that question, Danny? Can you explain uh, what you mean by mapped injectors? Yeah, so the the factory um, has a 20 by 16 table that has all fuel pressures and all injector flow rates on it. And it tells uh, tells the ECU, you know, if you want this much fuel, you need to keep the injector on for this long at this pressure, right? And as aftermarket tuners go, um, you know, we'll go in there and just motherfucker jones that table right just take it to town um problem is the ecu doesn't have a really good idea what's going on with the fuel rate after that and 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 the missions equipped truck you lose a serious um, ally when you molest that table um so what what uh, sns did was supply me with a a nice usable table there and then i can um, scale up scale up from there so literally dialing it in literally dialing it in you know it's it's called calibrating for a reason you know and it's not just driving it and making changes and, and everything's hunky-dory it's uh, you got to start with some with with a good recipe mm-hmm. and on your side of it with the tuning what was your biggest challenge my biggest challenge um I would say transient. So transient control. Um, that is when you when you flash the throttle pedal, right? So when you kick the throttle pedal, when you make sudden movements on the throttle, um, the truck has a tendency to run fat. That is run rich. That is excessive particulate. Um, to be able to control that, so to tell the truck, you know, whoa, don't don't fuel it exactly that hard. Filter that. So filter that response from the throttle, and by filtering that just right you're able to control smoke or dampen the amount of uh, of smoke that comes out but you're also able to make the truck responsive and that's ultimately the balance right is response versus smoke output uh, that's that's what i deal with on a daily basis that's that's the most delicate part of what i do that's awesome so as far as going to that smaller framed charger do you guys think that held you back at all i think in, that was a really smart move in the beginning i honestly had a little bit of doubt that we were going to reach the numbers we wanted to with Come that on. particular a little uh, bit a little bit a little <laughs> bit with that particular turbo just based off of what we offer in our current kits and I what kind of numbers Jason's like correct words when we drop the truck off where we will see yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was a, we drop the truck we will see oh, as no, Matt I think and it I was, drive away we're it'll just be like, interesting huh. yeah it'll yeah. be interesting it'll, it'll be interesting it'll be interesting <laughs> so it definitely brought a lot of faith. Uh, knowing the numbers we we've made now on that turbo is a bit of an eye opener, um, and it's really cool what we were able to achieve yeah, with so that I mean, small turbo. People have listened for 20 minutes so far, right? So they deserve to know the numbers. I don't know. I mean, yeah. let it go. Why don't, we, yeah. why don't we do that after our break? Let's take a word from our sponsors. One listen moment. to the sponsors. You betcha. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Phil Grandinetti, Service Manager at Calibrated Power Solutions. As you probably know, we install high-performance equipment for your diesel truck. Twin turbo kits, dual-fueler kits, injectors, our stealth turbos, our DT750 and DT1000 transmissions. But what you may not know is that our techs can also diagnose and repair most of the systems on your truck, including electrical, starting and charging, AC systems, air conditioning, climate control, brakes, ABS, 
brakes, steering, and suspension. So please call us if you're having issues with any of the systems on your truck. 815-568-7920. Hi, this is Paul. We want to give a special shout out to Diesel Tech Magazine for its help putting together this episode of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Diesel Tech Executive Editor Brady Case says the magazine is committed to this project. We want the guy that drives us to work every day, uses his truck for work, uses it for on the weekends to go camping or hunting or whatever they do. And uh, that, that's who we're targeting. And so we want, we want to inspire people with our articles. We want to show people that uh, what you can do with a truck. Because, uh, you know, we all know you can, there's a thousand different ways you can modify a, one truck, one engine. You can go in a lot of different directions. And so we, uh, we just like to showcase some of those. That's Diesel Tech Magazine Executive Editor Brady K. To reach out to Brady, you can email him at blk at dieseltechmag.com or check out their website, dieseltechmag.com. Let's get back to the podcast. And we're back with some big wigs, man. We got Austin from Diesel Tech Magazine, Matt Rosenberg, Jason Worley, and Nick Pregnance. Man, what a show we got going on here. So where were we now? We're on the dyno numbers, Danny, the best part. Oh, that's right. Oh, people want to hear that. That's, that's what everyone's been waiting for, right? Absolutely. Everybody wants to know what this thing put down, horsepower and torque. Do you guys remember what you just laid down about 20 minutes I ago? I remember somewhere around the 730 mark, which was an eye-opener to me as well. I would, To be fair, I had the same response to Matt that Jason did about the turbocharger selection. Can we break 700? Uh, I'm just not sure about that. <laughs> there was no solid answers. There was no, no. Yeah, I wasn't about Never. to commit on From that. From nobody, we got no solid answers. No. We were consulting no. fuel issues or tranny issues or anything. Everyone just looked at us and went, we'll good see. luck, yeah. we will see. Like, you know, how many sleepless we'll nights try. have you had, Matt, wondering if it was going to make it or not? You know what? I, I knew who I had in my corner. I get a lot of good sleep, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm glad somebody did. (laughs) I think I have more faith in you guys than you guys do. Well, nobody's done this before, so who are you going to ask? You just got to figure it out. Yeah, I knew we were going to get an answer. Uh, You know, Jason and I put a lot of time into that previous truck that we that we did, right? I mean, we had 2013 my my 11 uh, 640 horsepower. Like, I thought that thing was tapped out. I thought it was uh, I thought it was an emissions equipment related um, choke, and. you know, the more, the, as the years went on, I kind of like, you know what, I'm not sure about that. I really think we got some fuel system stuff to work out. And uh, it turns out those 60% injectors really worked in your favor. You know, we were able to, to use a, a, a very short pulse width to get that number, we're able to control air fuel ratio and control EGT, and the thing is just a horse. So we've got 60% over uh, injectors. We've got a charger. Uh, what is that, an S366 SXE? No, S369 SXE model. Very popular turbo. We, we sell a ton of them in single applications. Who would ever thought it was something that was going to work in a in a compound application? But, that's an SXE? Yep. SXE. It's a new Borg Warner lineup. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it's it's worked magnificent. It's And the thing, it just comes to life before you can even think about it. I mean... It does. Six bonds is awesome. Yeah, I mean, he just drove it. Five, six pounds on the boost gauge, and that little charger is already ready Moving. to rip. It, it it goes, and it it pulls the whole way through. It's a blast to drive. I'll let you know that after the show. Oh, yeah. I told him he could. He's got, right. he's got to run it up the road. I, right. I got to have the smile on my face for the rest of my night. I'm going to go home. My wife's going to say, what the heck did you do with that smile? <laughs> <laughs> for real. It'll put a smile on your face. It did mine. I was very impressed. Yeah, well, I mean, I got to know, what was the expectation? Like, you know, if <laughs> you show up here, you drive the truck, you, 
you know, you mentioned 800 horsepower. Um, you're at 700 horsepower. Was it was 800 a sandbag? You know, oh, no. like a, I, I, <laughs> I don't consider it to be done. To be honest with you, okay, I, I, I'm not. You know, we I don't think we've reached our our peak. I think we're we're at that limitation right now. But uh, we're taking a breather. Yeah, we're taking. A, I mean, the sky's the limit as far as you ask me. I mean, you guys have the fabrication in your corner to. I mean, if if air's what's slowing us down, we don't know what quite what is quite slowing I'll us tell down you what right you now. Have done, Matt. Is you, <laughs> you've inspired me and Jason to pick the project back up, right? So in the time that you dropped your truck off, Worley, of course, has put a kit on his truck. Who saw that coming? Yeah. <laughs> so there's another one, right? And so then, there's uh, two of these trucks, per se. Yeah. yeah so these, yeah. I happen to have a regular cab work truck, per se. Yeah. And I uh, figured, what a better candidate. What what a better candidate to put another one of these kits on. It sees a lot of miles from, you know, everybody through the shop and using it all the time. And so throw a kit on this thing and run it through the ringer. So this one's going back to Idaho. We want to keep messing with it and see what else we can learn. So, yeah. no, yeah. truly, Matt inspired me and Nick, too, of course. I mean, it was two and a half years ago we worked on this project last and it kind of went to the wayside a little bit but it's it's a big excitement again and it's it's a lot of fun i mean i like driving my my truck now i'll tell you that <laughs> it's awesome yeah, having that quiet like that and yep. sounding that stock sound so whirly um you're the one that fabbed up that kit what was your biggest challenge uh i didn't personally fab it myself uh my brother um is the head manager in my fabrication shop and uh, between his ideas and my ideas and his skills, and um, we put it together. I mean, the the kit we built a couple years ago, I was more involved in, but my brother Ryan had a big part in, in this particular kit. And, you know, like I said earlier, we went back to the drawing board a couple times before we got it right. And, uh, you know, we, we both had ideas, and we put them together. And between the both of us, we were able to get it. And uh, the hardest part, obviously, was where are we going to put this turbo? How are we going to mount it? And where are we going to run all these pipes? I mean, we got three-inch pipes. We got three-and-a-half-inch pipes. We got two-and-a-half-inch pipes. And a stock hood. And, and on top of the motor, next to the motor, going behind the motor. And it's and then we got all these sensor ports. I mean, you got EGT sensors. You got a ninth injector. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff that you don't conventionally install or incorporate into your, your typical turbo kit that you see. Um, and, again, all that's got to fit with all the EGR components and the factory battery and all the factory battery cables and you know just getting the ninth injector to work in the downpipe and having a good solid connection at that exhaust system and that was a problem we ran into two and a half years ago is you know it's really important to have a good solid connection there because yeah we didn't know that yeah Learned because that, that ninth way. injector that's spraying fuel in there and the, the pressures in those pipes and and the temperatures um, so we like Nick said we reused a lot of the GM design work you know we're, we're not smarter than GM. There's no reason we need to pretend we are. Yeah. So we reused as much as we could of their design, um, at least ideas in that area. So, you know, the toughest part was getting it all to fit and to not interfere with anything else. Um, it's very tight. <laughs> and there's awesome. more heat under the hood now, too. But, I mean, we were able to incorporate a lot of factory components. And, I mean, we didn't take a whole lot of stuff off the truck to get it to work. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Maybe this is a question for Austin. What does this mean to the diesel industry, having a truck like this with twin chargers, um, being all emissions intact? Uh, your readers, all the articles that you make and write, uh, what do you think it's going to do to the industry? I would like to see one day this truck being called the typical twin turbo truck. I mean, when you, when you look at a typical twin turbo nowadays, it's missing a few components from the factory. 
uh, we no longer want that. We no longer need to need to remove those components. And as we can get this out to the industry and let the people know that that there is possibilities of creating a truck that creates clean power and great power, reliable power that lasts a long time, who wouldn't want that? You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's. It's fantastic. Just in, summed up in one word, it's fantastic. Yeah, a year ago I would have called you a liar, said this was never going to happen. <laughs> so, a lot of people called Matt and I a year ago liars times, and said, yeah. holy crap, are you guys smoking dope? Like, Sure you'll do like, that. Like, well, well, maybe we are, but still, <laughs> nonetheless, like, we're still going to try it. <laughs> you know, just like I told Matt when he dropped it off, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And, yeah. you know, we, we've learned a lot in the past four months, and it's going to be really interesting to see where this takes us in the future. That's what I'm excited for is the stepping block that it, it really handed to you. I mean, where, where does this go from now? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a T chart, right, of of benefits to delete and benefits to to keeping emissions equipment, and as as we keep crossing those crossing those lines off of the delete column, you know, better EGT control. I think we crossed that off today. Um, ability to make over 700 horsepower. Definitely crossed that, cross that off today. Uh, I mean, the smoke the smoke output, the quietness. I mean, there's the case is there. You know what I mean? It's the the decision is not as easy to delete in my book. Um, as it was, and I think we keep taking steps to keep t- taking steps to to move forward there. Pretty large steps. Um, as far as uh, Matt, he's uh, got his own shop over in Idaho. What does this mean for your shop? What kind of publicity are you going to get locally? Uh, I don't know. I guess that'll be interesting to find <laughs> out, huh, Jason? And people are going to be calling you. Well, absolutely. I mean, that's the point. I mean, it's a great marketing tool. I mean, it's. I think for me, when I talk to customers about. Um, you know, truck modifications, what's your goal? I mean, you got to decide what their intent is for the truck. Are they looking for power? Are they looking for smoke? You know, I don't have very many people come in and say, I want the smoke. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about the power. And if you can make that power through your emissions, why would we want to pull off that expensive exhaust and put on that Mm -hmm. chunk of pipe that they call an exhaust? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's more cost, there's more labor. Yeah, absolutely. There's more risk, more liability. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a good point. So as far as your truck, are you going to compete with it at all? Are you going to have fun with the dirt? Oh, yeah. or anything I'm like just, that? I'm going to, I'll step up to whatever gets in front of me. Does Danny have some competition with clean sweep now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, too bad he lives so far away. You know, oh, he can't well. make the hook. He might just have to make a trip to Illinois for some truck pulling next summer with that, it. That, that's weird. I might, I might have to. Actually come April that you will see the truck at the ultimate call out challenge. Can you explain a little bit what's going on with that? Uh, I wish I could get in a little bit more depth with that at okay. this time, but um, you, it's going to be awesome. Diesel Tech has teamed up with the with the team at Ultimate Callout Challenge, and uh, and we're creating some opportunities for emission equipped vehicles to come and perform and to show the capabilities that those trucks have. Um, there's a lot of people that are still all about the delete add fuel type of aspect. Uh, you no longer need to do that, you know, and create the power. So we're going to be out there. We're going to have hopefully quite a few trucks, uh, a lot of newer trucks with emissions intact equipment on them and uh, creating big power on the dyno. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he left us with a cliffhanger. Awesome. Uh, Thank you for that. We have to talk about that in another show. Um, Definitely uh, the UCC is going to be a great year this year, 2017. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited for the for the people in the industry. You know, it's a big it's a big spot for uh, diesel enthusiasts and diesel uh, people in the in the industry to come.
together, right? And mm-hmm. if, when you have a dozen high horsepower missions equipped trucks, maybe some of these guys haven't been in these trucks yet. And to, to get to drive them, to get to feel it and see like firsthand what it's like, um, I think that's you know that's the best sales tool we have around here. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to just see the response of of that. Yeah, for sure. People just don't know it exists. That's why we're doing the show. That's why we're putting wrapping a lot of media around these trucks and. The more people know, the more knowledge they have, the more they can make a better decision on their own truck. Speaking of making decisions, Danny, you got people listening right now who are like, take my money, right? Where do I sign? How do I do this? I'll tell you, that's a (laughs) no-brainer. Call us up at Calibrated. We'll help you. We'll guide you through. We'll set you up the way you need to. But everybody has a different purpose for their truck. So we really just gotta dial into the fact of what you're using the truck for. I think on the and on the side of this twin turbo kit, uh, I mean this is this is not a part that we have in production yet. This is not a part that we're at least cranking out. This is not a part you're gonna call up and order today. Um, there's there's more miles to put on this. There's there's really more white space in my opinion on the dyno with your truck, Jason, um, and your truck as well, Matt. Um, but I, I think you know we need to put some more miles on this thing. We need to put some more time on the dyno. We re- need to really find where our boundaries are, find where our limits are. Uh, very encouraging so far. I think we can probably put a link up on the on the podcast that uh, you know has click through for more information or get yourself signed up on a on a list. So Yeah, absolutely. Check the blog. I'll do a blog on it and if you guys want to um, subscribe to that and get more information on the missions intact tuning and get all the updates, feel free to fill that out and you'll get that every time we have an update. Sure. Awesome. And that's the Diesel Tuners blog. There you go. So, you know, speaking of everything, you guys got anything else that you want to, you know, add to this conversation since uh, we're getting close to the end here? You got to have something. <laughs> One liner, a joke, you got to have something that happened. Did you get some where's, stitches where's working Paul on when this? Where's you need him? I know. Hey, yeah. Paul, he is a girl today. He stayed home because his throat is sore. Uh-huh. I'm like, come on. So... We're going to give him hell about it. A face for radio. You can't blame him. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) Yeah. Not even here to stick up for himself. (laughs) No, I just want to say it's been a treat. It's been, uh, I'm I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad there's guys out there like you, Matt, that that are willing to, to take the risk to, you know, to accept I don't know for an answer on a project. <laughs> and uh, still and, keep calling. Yeah, <laughs> are we still going to do this? And trust yeah. that it's going to go well, and uh, I'm, glad we got, I'm glad we got pushed into it. Sometimes you need to need the challenge. It was fun. I'll tell you, I mean, you know, we, we like a little bit uh, something different, a little competition for ourselves. So it, it, was, it was a fun project. And, you know, we, like I said, we got the kid on my truck now, and I've already got ideas on, on what we can maybe do to make things better and some other things to test on the dyno and see where it leads us. Awesome. Absolutely. So different shout outs just real quick. We just want to give a special thanks to SNS. Um who else Suncoast. Suncoast, you want to thank? Calibrated Power, Worley Custom Fab. I, I think everybody in this team is the diesel tech. I think everybody's got a hand. Um I at my shop, Rosenberg Automotive, we did all the fuel system work. We've got some more things to do on the pickup. Um but I I, I hope this is just the beginning of a chapter we're gonna read about you in diesel tag matt <laughs> I, sure I already you will. have Absolutely. <laughs> yeah there's already a, this is going to be part two or part three of the two this is going to be part, part two. two of the build uh, okay. and it will come out in march issue of diesel tech so stay tuned and it'll have official numbers which we've already stated here but once again in a little bit more in depth about the build and the process and things like that so it'll be a good time Good deal. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you very much for joining the Diesel Performance Podcast tonight. This is the Diesel Performance Podcast, and I'm Danny Voss. Thanks for listening.
Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions and quick tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtuner.com or danny at duramaxtuner.com. Well, he basically just rang your doorbell and ran after he dropped the (laughs) trailer. Here you go, Nick. Have fun. I made it. Here you go.